Welcome to Best Friends Horror Story. Two best friends, one creepy podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Christine. We review horror movies and talk about different types of horror stories. Because not all horror stories are full of ghosts, ghouls, and demons. Some are full of real-life monsters. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back! We can't see you, but we're sure you look great! Probably, depending on when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this at like 6 a.m. in the morning, I don't know about that. I don't know. I listen to podcasts when I get ready, and I go from looking damp to looking fab. <laughs> damp and fab. I don't damp. know where I, I look a little damp. Is that because you just got out of the shower? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll put that into context for you. <laughs> I look a little damp! In today's show, we are actually going to talk about a couple things. The first one is I am going to tell you all a horror story, but mine is the type with ghosts. Yes. We're going to do some paranormal stuff. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever. And then we're going to talk about a movie that I hate and love at the same time. Um, We're going to talk about... 47 Meters Down, a movie that actually, did we see that together? Yeah, you, me, Liz, Ryan, and Chase. That's right, that's right. We all watched it over at your house. At my house. I remember that. Which is funny because both Ryan and Chase, uh, my friend's boyfriend and my boyfriend, are certified divers and they had a huge problem with this movie. They were everything that was wrong. (laughs) They were like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. We're like, what? Just let us enjoy the shitty movie. Let us watch this terrible movie. We're just having a good time. And I will preface this by saying that sharks... Freak me out and fascinate me at the same time. So I was not very excited to watch this movie. I I got flipped out because I have the phobia of putting my feet underneath me in water that I can't see the bottom of. So literally, if I'm ever like floating on a river, floating on a lake or something, I'm totally fine. Mm -hmm. But if somebody decides to flip me out of my float, I turn into a cat, a ninja cat that planks on other people's floats and starts to cry. It literally happened a few years ago somebody thought they were going to be funny and flip me out of my float while I was floating and I literally I became a ninja cat people were like oh yeah what's wrong with her there's actually a a name for that type of phobia it's called thasolophobia and I have it I have it as well can we make shirts like maybe have club jackets (laughs) hi I'm part of thasolophobia yeah because I grew up on an island So you would think that I would have no problem with the ocean and water that's super deep. Because I did grow up swimming in Puget Sound, which is very deep, very cold, and very dark. I really didn't have a problem with it until I got older and I was like super freaked out by things. And that actually leads me to my story, which I think is very appropriate. I do have an arsenal of paranormal stories in my brain (laughs) because I've had a lot of experiences. But this one I think actually goes along really well with us talking about 47 meters down. My grandparents had a house that was directly on the water. So it was my grandparents' house. Is it a floating house? No. Oh. (laughs) It was my grandparents' house, their yard, a bulkhead, and then the beach. Like it was right there. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Whidbey Island, but you get there by ferry. Their house was right where the ferry docks on South Whidbey. And growing up, I loved playing on the beach. I would go down the beach. I would splash around in the water. I would build sandcastles. I would build forts. I would do everything down there. And my grandparents always had a hard time getting me to come inside and because I always wanted to be on the beach. And my grandpa was really big into setting crab pots and fishing. And so he would take me out there all the time as sort of his little 
helper. <laughs> one morning, my grandpa had to go out and fix one of the crab pots because it was busted. It was foggy, it was pretty cold, and we get in the boat. And at the time, I was probably about eight. You know, we're going out there, and I'm like looking in the water, and we're just in this little like rowboat, looking in the water, like hoping a fish or something's gonna swim by. And we stop out by the crab pots, which are actually pretty far out. They're not like super far, but it's deep enough to where you can't see the bottom. I'm sitting there just kind of looking over the side of the boat. My grandpa's pulled up one of the crab pots. He's fixing something on it. I start noticing something in the water and it looks to me, at first I was like, it's, it's a fish. Like there's a fish down there. But then it started to get closer. That doesn't look right. And all I could see were eyes, but they weren't like- These eyes. They, they weren't like fish eyes. They looked like human eyes and they were really wide. And they just like were getting closer and closer and closer. Like something was rising out of the water. I shoved back in the boat because I was so surprised by it. And it was freaking me out. And my grandpa's like, what's wrong with you? And he looks over the side of the boat and he goes, Whoa. and he just tosses the, the crab pot back in the water, gets all of this stuff. And he just starts rowing as like hard. Okay, keep in mind, my grandpa was pretty old at this point. I mean, he was in his seventies. He's like rowing as hard as he possibly can. He's like, don't, don't look over the side of the boat. Don't look over the side of the boat. And so I'm just sitting there with my head down. So I'm naturally looking over the right. side of the boat. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there with my head down and I'm like freaking out. I'm like crying. And my grandpa's like, it's okay. It's okay. So we get to the shore and my grandpa jumps out of the boat, grabs the boat, drags it up onto the shore. And he just picks me up and like runs inside with me. And he like puts me down. He's like, are you, are you okay? Are you okay? You know? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm like freaking out. And my grandpa's like, it's okay. You're all right. I, I remember just being so scared because I just, I had never seen anything like that before. And I was like, I mean, I'm eight years old. I don't, I don't know what it is. A few years go by and sure, like I remembered it. I will always remember it because that was super creepy. But a couple of years went by, my grandpa had a pretty significant stroke that really affected his speech, but he could still talk to you. He could still have a conversation with you. It just wasn't very coherent. When I was in high school, I said to my grandpa, you know, I was like, hey, do you remember that time we were out fixing the crab pots and I saw those eyes over the side of the boat? You know, I was like, do you remember that? And he goes, yeah. He's like, but there was something that I never told you because I didn't want to scare you even more than you were already scared. And I was like, well... What do you mean? When I picked you up and I turned around to grab the boat and pull back in, I saw a head sticking out of the water, just up to the eyes. It wasn't like a full head. Somebody was in the water staring at us. I didn't know if it was a dead body. I didn't know what it was. He's like, but it was about 20 feet away from the shore. And he was like, and it, it was just up to the eyes out of the water, just looking at us. Hmm. <sighs> you don't like that. And that's... <laughs> why I have thacylophobia because I remember just looking into the water and you know how when you look into really deep water and you can't see the bottom of it and that's how Puget Sound is it's very dark water and I remember just it being that dark and then very slowly seeing something just rise out of the water I mean sure it could have been a fish it could have been some random fish that, you know, nobody knows about. It could have been a dead body. But the fact that my grandpa saw it, like, looking directly at us. And the thing is, is my grandpa would never lie about that. I mean, the guy just wasn't that type of guy. I remember when he was telling me about what he saw, he was genuinely scared. My grandpa was a World War II vet, tough old guy. And he was genuinely disturbed by what mm. he saw. 
So that's why I have thasylophobia. My reasoning is a little different. Mine is not a, I mean, it's a story, but it's not like, it's not a dead body story. It's not a dead body. So I, I grew up, my family had a boat and it wasn't overly big. It felt like seven or eight people. It was a decent sized speedboat. I was swimming off the side of the boat in my life jacket. And then all of a sudden I felt something hard come up underneath my feet. We were in a lake. No. And... <laughs> At Lake Sailorville, actually. Those of you Midwestern listeners might know where Lake Sailorville is. Sailorville Lake. And I felt something hard come up underneath my feet. And lakes in the Midwest are very notoriously, and the South, I suppose, are notoriously filled with snapping turtles. So I feel something hard come up underneath my feet, and it kind of pushes me over. And I'm like, you know, six, seven years old, and I'm like, ah! I turn and look and I see the snapping turtle and then all of a sudden I feel myself being lifted up super fast and I just hear snap oh and my dad had yanked me up over the side of the boat because he'd seen what had happened and he set me down and he goes be careful that'll take your toes off <laughs> great that'll take your toes off Ruined forever. <laughs> ruined forever. And so I was like, well, now I can't go swimming in the lake because snapping turtles are down there and they'll yank my toes off. Mm-hmm. I've just been terrified yeah. ever since. You know what movie cemented that fear for me, though? What Lies Beneath. That movie cemented my fear of dark, deep water because there are so there's so much in that movie that deals with, like, lakes and dead bodies in lakes and... God, I just, I remember watching that movie on VHS as like a middle schooler and Mm. just being like, this movie is scary. And then real, like kind of connecting that to what happened when I was a kid and being like, oh no, I'll go in lakes and rivers and I'll even go in the ocean. But I really don't like when I can't see the bottom. Yeah. It freaks me out. Full on panic attack. Full on. I, I think I remember you telling me that story about somebody trying to flip you out of your... Mm-hmm. You're floaty. And I was yeah, because like, it's just, it's all good fun. I knew it was all in good fun. They were like, oh, we're just, we're going to flip this girl in her bikini out of the, out of the tube and didn't know that I had this fear. And yeah, yeah. I turned into a ninja cat. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> a ninja cat. Ninja cat coming at you live. All right. Time to get into it. 47 meters down. 47 meters down. Starring Mandy Moore, the one, the only. If you don't know who she is, you probably live under a rock and we can't be friends. Or you weren't alive in the 90s. (laughs) Mandy Moore was in A Walk to Remember. She was in Saved, which is an insanely good movie. Mm -hmm. Basically was my life in middle and high school (laughs) because I was raised... uh, in an open Bible standard church and was, it was very much the way you see the Christian kids in the movie saved. Mm-hmm. I you, was, I was the, uh, the goth girl in that movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, uh, I don't know who I was in that movie. I'll watch it again and tell you later. <laughs> uh, she's also most currently in This Is Us. She plays Rebecca Pearson and she is white hot. She is fantastic in This Is Us. I'm all caught up. Um, I hope you are too if you watch it. I've never seen it. That's okay. <laughs> um, but I'm not like you. I'm not going to say it's not that good because it is really, really good. Um, anyways, also starring Claire Holt. She was in Vampire Diaries, Mean Girls 2, and Pretty Little Liars. Basically, she's just a hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> who's got some acting chops right? as well. You, you gotta be hot to be in any of those TV shows. So, slash movies. So, yeah. Good for her. 
So anyways, it's about two sisters. They go on vacation in Mexico. Manny Moore plays Lisa. You find out that Lisa's boyfriend has recently broke up with her, which is kind of why they go to Mexico. And it, that's what you do. That's what you do when you get a breakup. You go, you go on to Mexico, I guess. <laughs> if you've got money or right. you're in a movie. Right. I didn't go anywhere after I got broken up with. Right. They go out dancing one night and they meet up with these dudes and they're like hardcore trying to get them to go in a shark cage. The one sister is super into it. Oh, yeah. No, she's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's do this. Kate is uh, who Claire Holt plays, correct? Mm -hmm. So Kate is, uh, she's a certified diver and she's all about it. And she's like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And Lisa's like, I'm not a certified diver. I can't do it. And she's like, YOLO. You only live once. Like, let's do this. Cage diving with sharks. You'll be fine. It's one of those things that Lisa's like, no, no, no. Yes, I'll do it. Yeah, and she finally decides that they're going to. But she is very wary of the guy who, like, owns the boat. Yeah. She's like, I don't know about this boat, and I don't know about you either. Yeah, but they lie to him and say that Lisa is a certified, is experienced, and like, oh, we're both certified, and... And we're not going to get the bands. Like, we know exactly what that is. Yeah. They lie to him. He agrees to take him out. And uh, nobody knows until you kind of show... It kind of shows them lowering the cage down. But the cable... This cage that they get put in is like this rust bucket. Just yeah. This, it doesn't look safe I'd at all. I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't, first of all, I don't want tetanus. Mm-mm. Second of all, that thing is not going to stand up to a great white. No. Are you kidding me? No. No. <laughs> so they get lowered down. The cable is fraying, as you can see. And they're trying to take pictures while they're down there. And they're like, there's tons of sharks down there. Yeah. Are taking pictures. And then all of a sudden, one of them drop. Is it they drop their phone? Is it their phone or is it the camera? Oh, yeah, the camera. They drop the camera. And all of a sudden, shit happens. The cable breaks. And they are falling in this cage. Yeah. And it's... Da, 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 47 meters down. They said the name in the in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of communication range. Kate decides she's going to swim. Kate decides, I'm going to swim up seven meters to get communication with the boat captain. And so she does that. And there's sharks around. And she's all freaked out, as one should be. Right. And then Taylor's like, oh, Javier's coming down. Yeah. Taylor's the boat captain. Yes. And Javier is his friend. Yeah. He'll be coming down with spare a spare switch cable or swear or swear. Oh my spare god! Witch cable. A spare witch cable <laughs> to attach uh, to the cage so they can lift him up. He advises them to stay in the cage because there are sharks around. Yes, so a lot of stay them. in the shark or stay in the shark. Stay, What's wrong with me? Stay in the shark. Stay in the sharky girls. <laughs> I I swear I, English is my first language. <laughs> Stay in the cage. Well, no, because they're, remember, they're 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 running running out of air. air. That's right. Yeah. So they see a flashlight flashlight off in the distance. Kate is super low on air from the previous swim because she was breathing more, obviously. Mm -hmm. Lisa swims out to get Javier's attention and a shark tried to, to attack her. But she was able to, like, swim in a crevice. I will say that the sharks in this are CG, and they're not very good. (laughs) No. It's still scary. It's enough to scare you, though. It is, because, like, 
sharks are so food driven, you can't reason with them. You can't try and get out of things. Like you're No, old, Mr. Shark, don't eat me. If, if you don't eat me, uh, I'll go get you like a giant fish. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't reason with them. Like you have to essentially just evade them until yeah. you can get far enough away from them. But it's, it's so awful. <laughs> Lisa becomes disoriented about where she's hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, Javier attempts to get her back to safety, but in the process is killed by a shark. Lisa takes his spear gun that he brought with him and the cable and swims back, gets it attached, but then it snaps again. All of their equipment sucks. Mm. It's terrible. Like you realize that you're putting it in seawater, which contains a lot of salt and salt can technically be corrosive. Why aren't you cleaning this stuff? Get some CLR. Get some CLR. Calcium, lime, and rust. God. (laughs) Terrible. It snaps. The cage sinks back down, but this time landing on Lisa's leg and she's stuck. So her sister, Kate, tells the captain they're running low on air and Lisa's trapped. He sends air tanks down and tells them that the Coast Guard is an hour or so out. He also warns that the second tank may cause nitrogen narcosis, Mm -hmm. which can lead to hallucinations. Um, It basically means you are overloaded on nitrogen. Yeah. And it's your levels are off, so you start going... A little nuts. Yep. Kate finds three flares to signal the Coast Guard. uh, And as she tries to return to the cage, she's attacked by a shark. And Mm -hmm. you think she's dead. Yeah. Lisa ends up using the spear gun, the spear from the spear gun, pull a tank closer to her, gets it, and is getting more air. Kate is injured, but her blood is attracting more sharks Mm. naturally. Naturally. Yeah. Lisa uses her BCD, and remind us what BCD stands for. It's a buoyancy compensator, so it helps you essentially stay buoyant Mm -hmm. while you are underwater. Okay, so she uses that to lift up the cage, which frees her leg. Because Kate is so wounded by getting attacked by a shark. Right. (laughs) Uh, Her sister decides to swim to the surface using... Like they're going to hold each other. Like she essentially holds her and they're going to swim up there together. Yeah. Which which is going to slow them down. It's going to slow them down. But also they're going so fast. This was the part where Chase and Ryan were just... This No! No! (laughs) This this can't happen. They get the bends. Taylor reminds them that they got to wait five minutes to decompress to avoid the bends. Mm -hmm. Kate accidentally drops the second flare and she lights the third lights the third Ugh. and when she lights it they are surrounded by, by sharks. sharks I remember like I was like no everybody was it we I have this giant sectional couch everybody was on the couch everybody's like no yeah it was bad no Drop it! Drop their gear, run! Yeah, and so they break for the surface as fast as they can. Uh, One of the sharks ends up biting Lisa's leg, but she escapes. And both the sisters make it to the boat, but Lisa's attacked again. She gouges the shark's eyes, and it releases her. And then she they're on the boat, and they're saved. And you're like, oh my gosh, that was so scary. And then all of a sudden... Spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) She starts to laugh. While she's laying on the boat. And you're like, why is she laughing? And then all of a sudden it shows she's stuck in the cage still. 
Yeah. And she was hallucinating. She's been hallucinating. That she and her sister had made it to safety. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) And so the Coast Guard shows up. They rescue her. They get her to the surface. She comes out of the hallucination and realizes that her sister was actually killed by the shark. Jeez. Well. I thought it was a really good ending. Yeah. Like, I was like. I didn't see that. I I didn't see it coming. They foreshadowed with, so this is going to give you hallucinations. Yeah. Obviously, they kind of shove that in your face. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I can see that this is going to have something in it, you know, show up again and it does. I thought it was for being a small cast and being kind of a like, Netflix movie? Netflix, like, (laughs) C-list movie. I actually really enjoyed it. I did, too, except for the fact that we were watching it with divers, and they were, like, pointing out every single little discrepancy. Everything that was wrong. I love you boys, but you were ruining the movie for me. (laughs) Don't ruin it for us. Yeah. And then, so then they had the second one come out, which was, I think, 47 meters down, Uncaged. Uncaged! I haven't seen it. I don't think you've seen it either. No, I haven't seen it. We actually could do a follow-up. We could do a follow-up. And I will say that the trailer for it made me super uncomfortable because not only do I not like sharks in deep water, I am also very claustrophobic. It's not so much with like a whole bunch of people, it's enclosed spaces. This is that they're diving through like an underwater cave in these old ruins and there are sharks in this cave and in these ruins and I was like, ooh, no. (laughs) That is a lot of my fears combined into one movie. I don't... I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could totally do a follow-up if that's what you guys want. But I think this is just a fun, very black and white movie. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to be anything. It's just a fun little horror movie. Yeah. There's sharks in them waters. Jesus Christ. I don't like sharks at all. I think Jaws had a pretty profound effect on me too as a kid watching that movie. See, I didn't watch it when I was a kid. I wasn't I wasn't allowed. Um, <laughs> yeah, you watched, well, you weren't really supposed to watch Pumpkinhead, but you did. <laughs> I got caught watching Pumpkinhead because my dad was watching it. We had a uh, living room with a big picture window cutout that my mom put all of her plants in. There was a r- mud room down from that with our giant freezer and my dad's gun cabinet. And, uh, I climbed up on the freezer and sat there between my mom's spider plants and watched Pumpkinhead. Totally terrified me. And my dad found me because I probably like made like a (laughs) noise as a six year old and or I like farted. Which Most likely it was Probably <laughs> tooted. Rootsin' and tootsin'. And my dad found me. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you watching this? And he's like, because I'm an adult. I do what I want. Right. <laughs> so, and I thought I was going to be punished, but he's like, nah, you seeing this and being terrified is You're punished, punished enough. enough. Yeah. yeah, I saw Jaws when I, on TV when I was like eight. And mm-hmm. I remember my dad was watching it because my dad used to love to watch old movies. I was like, can I watch this? And he goes, are you sure? I was like, yeah. No, I, I want to watch it. What's it about? And he's like, sharks. He didn't tell me what kind of shark, Mm-mm. but he was like, oh, no, it's about sharks. So I started watching it with him and the scene in the beginning, I had never seen because I came into it probably about three fourths of the way. I just remember the scene with the boat and the, you know, the shark is eating the boat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I hate it. <laughs> and when I was older, I saw the movie the entire way through. And that beginning scene always gets me. I've seen it a million times at this point when she's like, I'm going to go swimming in, in the middle of the night. And you're going to be an idiot. And I was like, first of all, girl, you're so dumb. And she goes, 
jumping out there and she's like swimming and then she gets yanked down and she just starts hyperventilating and you're like, oh no. <laughs> like I, I hate it. Oh, but I love it at the same time. That's one of my it's one of my favorite movies. I, I, I went on the Jaws ride when I was at Universal oh, when we, I was like eleven. Did that. My mom kept warning me. She's like, I was so scared when I was your age. <laughs> I jumped into my aunt's lap and everybody was laughing at me. That's such a mom thing to say. And I was like getting ready to like jump on my mom's lap and I was not afraid like at all mm-hmm. during the ride because i don't think they have the jaws ride anymore i think they just have the kind of a pyrotechnic show where they go yes, down yes and you know it like there was a lot of fire the barrels light on fire and the shark jumps out of the water yeah not really jumps out it was like a lean <laughs> it just leans out of the water hi <laughs> it's me hello jaws <laughs> I think 47 Meters Down is a fun is a fun watch. If I you're bored, so and I think it actually is on Netflix right now. It is. I think if you are bored and you're like, I just want something fun to watch. And you're like, I love me some Mandy Moore. I love me some Mandy Moore, then definitely, definitely check it out. I think it's I think it's worth a, a, a good watch. So that's it for this episode. Uh, this one is much shorter than our last episode was because we were talking about two incredibly long movies. Mm-hmm. From now on, we're just going to be talking about Two movies, and then we'll throw in a horror story there for you, too, because it is our namesake. I think we're going to be bringing in some guests, too, at yes, some point. We're going to have guests. Yes, I already have a couple in mind. One of them is a horror story from her childhood, but not with ghosts and goblins. Mm-hmm. She found a uh, journal that she wrote oh. in, and when she was telling me the nature of what she wrote in this journal, I was literally on the floor laughing. <laughs> on the floor laughing. So I'm, I'm very excited for that one. Yeah. She'll be here in the next few episodes or so to mm-hmm. tell her horror story, and that's just something to look forward to. Yeah. And if you guys have like a horror story that you want us to talk about or react to, whatever, be it paranormal, be it you had a stalker, you know, something crazy that happened to you, we want to know about it. We do have an email address. It is bestfriendshorrorstorypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can get to us on Podchaser. Like I said, it's like an IMDb of podcasts. You can go on there. You can rate us. You can comment on how we're doing. Please make it nice, though. I don't want to have to come find you. Maybe we do, though. <laughs> so definitely check us out on there. And be um, specific when you tell... If you decide to send us one of your horror stories that you want us to read during the podcast, be specific. Don't just be like, I heard a noise. It was a ghost. <laughs> Yeah, definitely like write it out as if you're telling a story. Um, You can also get to us on our Instagrams. Um, Our podcast one is Best Friends Horror Story. Mine is Living Dead Girl Jewel, spelled J-U-L-E-S. And if you want to get a hold of Christine and look at pictures of my animals, it's Christine the Genie, at Christine the Genie, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-I-T-H-E-G-E-N-I. And then um, we also have a Twitter, BF Horror Story. That is, I'm on there all the time. I'm telling you guys my thoughts on all different types of things, movies. We were talking about Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. There are so many people out there that love that thing. He's so cute. I would die for that little green BB. (laughs) So cute. So definitely check us out on there. Um, Follow us. Send us, you can send us a message on there um, if you also have a story. And tell your friends. Yes, please tell your friends. Um, Like I said, please rate and review us on any of the things, the platforms where we are. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts now. 
So you can find us on any of those places. Thanks for listening, guys. We know this was a short episode, but, you know, sometimes you need those. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for coming.